Welcome to the Hustle Samely Podcast, a show inviting you to live a peacefully productive life. I'm your host, Jess Massey, a peaceful productivity coach and planner creator. My mission is to share mindset shifts and peaceful productivity tips that help people with really full lives go from running on fumes to living with intention in every season. You're in the right place if you want to design a life that reflects your actual priorities so you can stop the constant hustle and pursue your goals while prioritizing your well-being. Now take a deep breath and let's learn how to hustle safely. Hey, hi, what is up, Hustle Sainly Squad? Welcome back to the show. I am stoked that you're here, and I am super excited for today's topic because y'all chose it. Over on Instagram, I put up a question box on my stories asking you what episodes you really wanted to hear before the end of the year, and this one popped up quite a few times, so I was like, okay, we got to make it happen, how to stay sane during the holidays. But before we jump in, I am going to ask you to do me a favor, if you have have not left a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Can you pretty, pretty please go do that? We are creeping up to my goal of hitting a thousand reviews by the end of the year. You know what? I'm going to pull it up right now and tell you exactly where we are at. We are at 937 reviews. I'm not quick at math, so I can't tell you how many <laughs> we need to hit a thousand, but I know that it's less than 70, right? That's the right math, I think. Over 4,000 of y'all tune in every week. So uh, help me out by taking two minutes to leave a raving review on Apple Podcasts. Like I cannot make this goal happen. Y'all have to come through and do this for me. So please, please, please go help me out. Thank you. I love you so much. And now let's talk about some things that you can do to stay sane during the holidays. Because after all, this is the Hustle Sanely podcast. You know what I mean? So, okay. October through December are some of my favorite months of the year. Probably a lot of people feel that way. I love the holidays. And now that I'm a mom, I am so excited to make some core memories and special like holiday traditions with my little family. But let's be honest, it can be really easy to overstuff our calendars the last few months of the year if we don't go into the season with a plan and with some boundaries. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today, five tips that you can apply to help you actually enjoy the holiday season instead of wanting to uh, shut yourself in your closet and scream into a pillow at the end of every week. Okay. Okay. So keep in mind as you listen that some of these are going to work for you and some of them might not be applicable to your season and that's okay. Y'all know the whole eat the fish, spit out the bones thing applies here. All right. So let's just go right into it. Five things to help you have a peacefully productive holiday season. So number one, outsource tasks to free up your time and energy. So this is definitely something that I lean more into during the holidays. Outsourcing is delegating things that you normally do to other people. You can do this within your home. So asking your kids to do more around the house or your partner to do a task for a month or two that you normally do, like cooking dinner or something like that. Or if you have the means, you can hire um, people or companies to help you do things to free up your time and energy. And here's the thing with that. I think when a lot of people hear that, they automatically think, oh, I can't afford that. 
which is valid and it could be true. And this tip might be one that you have to like tweak or throw out the window altogether. But speaking from experience, some delegation services are more affordable than you think. And especially when you're just doing them for a few weeks and not indefinitely. You know what I mean? So a lot of the time when we hire someone to delegate a task to, it ends up being more of an investment than an expense because we get back time and energy. Plus, I think about how it's kind of mutually beneficial. I'm paying someone to do something that I'd like to save time on in this season and they're getting money for me saving time. You know what I mean? So it's like everyone wins. And hey, if that doesn't work for you, if you're just like, cool, love that for you. But like, I am not in a place financially where I can delegate anything. You can always do like a trade-off type of situation. So maybe for the month of November, you're going to make coffee at home instead of going to Starbucks and you're going to delegate your grocery shopping via a grocery delivery service or something like that. Or maybe if you're like, nope, can't even cut anything out of my budget, like my budget is what it is, you can trade babysitting with your neighbor. So like every other Friday, you can watch their kids with your kids for a few hours after school while they do whatever they need to do. And then the next Friday, they can can watch all the kids while you do what you need to do. So some ideas for things that you can delegate during the holidays to save time and energy. Cleaning. So you can hire a cleaner to come in once a month or every other week. You can hire someone to do laundry. So like a laundry service to wash, dry, fold, and deliver your laundry every week. Grocery shopping. This is one of my favorite ones to do. Use a grocery delivery service like Shipped. We use, so we have Amazon Prime, which I feel like a lot of people do. And if you live in an area where it's available, you can actually get grocery delivery free through Amazon. Um, you just have to leave a tip for the like delivery person. Um, if you choose the Amazon groceries, it in in our area, we live in Tampa, you can also do Whole Foods and you pay $10 for them to do like your Whole Foods shopping for you, which to be honest, when I go grocery shopping in the store myself, I end up spending way more money because I, uh, I'm i like, ooh, that looks good. Add it to the cart. Ooh, that looks good. I want to try that. Put it in the cart. And so I end up spending way more. You know what I mean? So it actually ends up saving me money, I feel like, when I delegate my grocery shopping. Um, and then another thing you can delegate is cooking. So you can hire a meal prep and delivery service. So like one of those companies, Factor Meals or something is like an example of one, um, where you like get meals delivered to you that are ready to go. You just have to heat them up or like a service like what are that like green chef or something where they send you the ingredients in the box and you just have to make the meal, but they like tell you exactly what to do. Um, So those are just some ideas. I think it's important to preserve and protect our time and energy during the holiday season because otherwise it's too easy to pour all of our energy out and then we're left running on E by the time mid-December gets here and at the end of the year is just an exhausting blur instead of a special time making memories with your family. So outsourcing tasks is a way to do this, to preserve and protect your energy. So that is my first tip. Second tip, communicate boundaries ahead of time. So this is one that I'm taking very seriously this year. My daughter's birthday is December 8th, so right in the middle of all the holiday stuff. So I'm recording this in September, and I've already had people asking me about her first birthday party and Christmas gifts and stuff like that, which don't get me wrong. I am so grateful that people 
people are excited to celebrate her. Seriously, that's a huge blessing. But I also had to straight up tell people that number one, we're not doing a big party for her first birthday. We're doing like an intimate family dinner. And that's just kind of the route that we're wanting to go. And I also told them that I made a wish list for her birthday and Christmas that has gifts that Adam and I are cool with her having. We're not into her playing with like loud or light up toys. So we don't want people buying that kind of stuff for her. And we're her parents. So we're allowed to make those kinds of decisions, right? And I was a little bit unsure of how our family would react when I told them that. Like when I was like, hey, we actually like have a wish list for her. I wondered if they would think that it was weird or kind of rude. But so far, everybody has really loved it because number one, it makes shopping super easy for them because I include the link to whatever the thing is like on the spreadsheet that I'm sharing with them. And number two, they know that she'll actually get use out of whatever they buy for her because her wish list, the one that I made, it's like very small, like to me it is. It doesn't have like 50 gifts or anything. There's like 10 gifts on there and that's for like Christmas and her birthday. Um, And they're things that we know she'll actually play with and actually use and that we're cool with her having. So as we head into the holidays, I think it's important to communicate boundaries ahead of time so that you don't get into an awkward situation if it can be avoided. Don't wait for somebody to cross a boundary before letting them know it exists, if at all possible, you know? So some other examples of boundaries that you might need to set ahead of time. So maybe letting your parents know that it's important to cultivate family traditions for your immediate family. So you'll be spending Christmas morning at your home with your partner and kids, but you can't wait to see them around lunchtime on Christmas Day. Another example, letting your aunt know that you're so excited to come to her house to enjoy a meal on Thanksgiving with the family and that you'll be bringing your own side dishes because your doctor recommended a gluten-free diet and you feel your best when you don't have gluten. Another example, letting your mother-in-law know that you, your partner, and your kids are so excited to go trick-or-treating in your own neighborhood, and they're more than welcome to drive over and join. Maybe you have to say that because you're usually expected to like go to their neighborhood to trick-or-treat or attend like a trunk-or-treat at their church or something like that, and you're just like, nope, this year like we're actually going to go trick-or-treating in our neighborhood, but we'd love to have you join kind of a thing. So I talk about boundaries all the time because I really do believe that boundaries are what protects your priorities. Boundaries keep you from spreading yourself too thin and burning out and giving the crumbs of your time and energy to the things that actually matter most to you. If you're a Hustle Stanley BFF, you are in for a treat because our topic for quarter four is everything boundary related. We're talking about why they matter, how to create them, and how to stick to them. Interrupting myself to let y'all know that if you want to get your hands on a peacefully productive planner or journal for 2024, you better run, not walk to hustlesanely.com and get your goods while we still have them in stock. Y'all, we are selling out of things so quickly and I would hate for you to miss out on getting the planner that's going to help you design and live a peacefully productive 2024. Again, head to hustlestanley.com, get your planner. I personally am going to be using the 2024 weekly planner and I cannot wait to dive into this stunning new layout with a weekly 
habit tracker. I'm so excited about it. And I keep getting emails and DMs about this. So I wanted to let you guys know here on the podcast, we are releasing digital versions of the planners. They will be in the shop by November. I will keep you guys posted when they're ready. I'll share um, to our email list. I'll send out an email. I'll share on Instagram stories, all the things, which speaking of the planners, please tell me that you already snagged yours. If you haven't, I'm telling you, go do it because you're going to need it for the best year ever workshop. That's right. The best year ever workshop is coming back. And since I am not nine months pregnant this time around, like I was last year, we're going back to the live format and I am so pumped about it. If you're new, I host the best year ever workshop every single year to help y'all set up your planners for the following year. In the peacefully productive planners, there's a tab called five keys. And behind that tab, you'll find exercises designed to help you get your mindset right, get clear on your vision, define your priorities, create your schedule and routines and implement Hustle Sanely Five every day. I am so pumped to host the best year ever workshop on Instagram live over on at Jess M Massey, my personal account from November 28th through the 30th. Okay. So mark those dates down. We're going to be setting up our planners. It's going to be fun. And here's a little rundown of what you can expect each day. So the first day, day one, November 28th is all about our 2023 reflection. Day two, which is November 29th is all about creating our 2024 vision and intentions. And then day three, the last day, which is November 30th is all about designing your life. So we're going to be creating routines, choosing our 2024 word, like all of that good stuff. So it's a totally free workshop and you don't need to sign up. You just need to have your peacefully productive planner ready and you need to get on Instagram around 12 PM Eastern standard time from November 28th through the 30th. Um, or you can watch the replays. I'll have those available for you as well. Now, in the past, we've done the best year ever workshop in December, but I personally do my yearly planning in November. So I thought maybe some of you would like to try that out too. So we're rolling with it this year. We're doing it in November. So grab your planner at hustlesanely.com while supplies last. And I will see you for the best year ever workshop in November so that we can make 2024 the best that it can be. Again, go to hustlesanely.com, get your 2024 peacefully productive planner while we still have them available. And now let's get back into the show. My third tip to help you stay sane during the holidays is show up for your self-care habits. Now, when life gets full, that's when most people let their self-care habits fall to the wayside. And that is why you crash and burn and feel like a wild woman. I am all about living a peacefully productive life, but I'm also a realist. Full times of the year, like the holiday season, probably is not the time for intricate or over-the-top self-care routines. And that's not what I'm saying. In fact, as I'm recording this, we're in the thick of planner season, which is one of the busiest times of the year for me and my family, like even more busy than the holidays, to be quite honest. A few episodes ago, I shared a routine that we have been loving as a family, our Friday Jess Day, Saturday Adam Day, and Sunday Family Day routine. Since we are packing over a thousand planner orders right now on top of our regular life stuff, 
that routine is not feasible for the next month, maybe two months. We don't have time to each take an entire day off for self-care. So instead, we've adjusted this routine to make sense for our season. Instead of me spending all of Friday doing self-care stuff, I spend one to two hours doing self-care stuff on Friday. And same goes for Adam on Saturdays. Once planner season slows down a bit, we're going to go back to our full day each. But right now, we need that extra time to pack planner orders. So when you know that a full season is upon you, it's important to design self-care habits and routines that are sustainable instead of putting self-care on the back burner altogether, because that's going to bite you in the butt. I'm telling you right now from experience, you might think that you're going to get more done if you skip self-care and maybe you will for like a week or two, but think about it like this. A car needs gas to run and you need self-care to run. A car can run on E for a few miles, but then a breaks down and it can't go anywhere. Like it cannot move, right? The same is true for you. You cannot go on an empty tank, period. Maybe in this fuller holiday season, you're keeping your tank half full instead of full full. And that's fine because again, it's just a season. Like I said, create self-care routines that you can stick to right now. My favorite simple self-care practice that I am showing up for during my current full season is Hustle Sanely 5. I am always, always, always a fan of Hustle Sanely 5, but I especially love it during busier seasons. If you don't know what HS5 is, it's five habits to do every day for a peacefully productive life. The five habits are complete your focus three, the three most important tasks on your to-do list each day, move for 30 minutes, tidy for 15 minutes, say or do one kind thing for yourself, say or do one kind thing for someone else. So these habits are non-negotiable for me. And thanks to them, my most important tasks get my best time and energy every day. I move my body every day, which is good for my physical and my mental health. I keep our home a peaceful and inviting environment. I'm taking care of my needs and I'm checking in regularly with my loved ones. So spend a few minutes brainstorming what makes you feel rejuvenated and uh, what makes you feel like the healthiest version of yourself. Then sit down with your weekly routine outline. And if you don't have one, I show you how to make one at jessicamassi.com slash week workshop and plug those habits that you brainstormed into your current weekly routine. Don't just think that you're going to be able to like cram them in whenever you have time. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. You have to schedule them in if you want them to happen. So remember, keep self-care simple during the holidays so that you actually actually show up for it. And then I have a couple more tips for you guys. The fourth one, have a designated holiday brain dump area. So I don't know about you, but during the holidays, my brain kind of looks like that scene from the first Harry Potter movie where all the keys are flying around like mad. Like if you know what I'm talking about, we can be besties. Okay. Like there are just things flying everywhere and you look up and you're like, oh, my word. So that being said, it's so important to have a solid planning system in place. And I am so grateful that I do, especially during busy times like the holidays. I use the weekly peacefully productive planner to plan my months and my weeks. Um, And then I use the Hustle Sanely daily planning notepad to plan out my days. And then I use 
this app called Notion to keep track of like my life lists, aka like my brain dumps. So in Notion, I have a spot for all of my holiday brain dump stuff. So gifts to buy, events I'm planning, Everly's wish list, like all of that. Having all this stuff in one place is so helpful instead of having like random sticky notes or notes in my notes app on my phone. I know I can go into my Notion and see all of my holiday information in one place. You obviously don't have to use Notion, but I highly recommend finding what works for you to keep all of your life lists organized because if we leave all that stuff kind of just floating around in our brains, that is when we get overwhelmed and stressed the F out and the holidays are not enjoyable when that's how we're operating, you know? So that is my fourth tip and that brings us to my fifth and final tip to help you stay sane during the holidays and that is get clear on your holiday vision and limit the number of events you're available for. So I think the biggest part of having a peaceful holiday season is having a clear vision, knowing how you want to spend your time and what's important to you, not what's important to your mom, to your mother-in-law, to your neighbor, to your coworkers, all that. Like what's important to you and your little family? Ask yourself this question. What is meaningful to me this holiday season? Okay. Not what do you feel obligated to do, but what actually feels important to you? What matters and what's meaningful around the holidays is going to be different for everybody. That's normal, okay? Maybe your family likes to go all out for Halloween and you prefer a low-key Thanksgiving. Or maybe you like to go on a cabin trip for Thanksgiving and have a casual Christmas at home. Once you've gotten clear on your holiday vision, what matters most to you, that's all a vision is. It's like, what what are we working toward? What matters to me? Like, I feel like sometimes when people hear the word vision, they're like, ooh, like mystical. What does that mean? No, like your vision is just like what you want your life to look like, right? Like that's it. It's very simple. So once you've gotten clear on your holiday vision, map out which weeks you want to do these things and then create a limit for the number of events that you're available for each week from October. October to December so that you don't get overwhelmed or feel like you're spread too thin or overextended. So I like to put these events on my monthly calendar spreads in my planner. So let's say that one thing that is important to me in October is going to a pumpkin patch with my family. That That's a part of my holiday vision. I pick a weekend that we're going to do that. I put that on my calendar. So then when we're invited to any event during the holiday time, I can open up my monthly planning page and see what we have going on keeping my weekly event limit in mind, I can either accept or decline the invitation, okay? I know when I say yes to too many events that I end up feeling stressed out and exhausted. Introverts, do you feel me? Like, do you feel me? (laughs) And then I am, when I go to an event like that, I'm not even a good time. Like, I'm, I'm a drag. I bring the vibe down. So it doesn't do anyone any good for me to say yes to too many things. So again, decide what matters to you and your family during the holidays. You can't say yes to everything and have a peaceful holiday season. You just can't. If you need help narrowing it down, give yourself a limit. Like maybe try choosing three to five traditions or events for each holiday. You know what I mean? So let's recap the five tips to help you stay sane this holiday season. Number one, outsource tasks to free up your time and energy. Number two, communicate boundaries ahead of time. Number three, show up for your simple self-care habits. Number four, have a designated holiday brain dump area. And number five, get clear on your holiday vision and 
and limit the number of events you're available for. I would be forever grateful if you took a screenshot of this episode, shared it over on your Instagram stories and tagged me so I can see that you liked it, that it was helpful. It honestly helps me a ton to know which episodes are resonating with you. And don't forget to go leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts if you haven't done that. And that's it for today, y'all. That's what I've got for you. I love you so much. I will talk to you next week and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.